This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. This Friday, U of M Dearborn is going to host an Opportunity Youth Forum, which will bring together stakeholders in the region who are working to help young people find their way into adulthood through education and careers. Joining us now to talk more about this event and this issue is Ishmael Ahmed, a senior advisor to the chancellor at the U of M Dearborn campus uh, on issues related to metropolitan impact. He's also the host of This Island Earth right here on WDET. Ishmael, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you, Stephen. Also with us is Monique Miles. She is the director of the Opportunity Youth Incentive Fund and the deputy director of the Aspen Institute Forum for Community Solutions. Monique, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, so let's start with uh, what is Opportunity Youth and what will happen on Friday? Uh, Well, uh, there have been several definitions for it. Uh, The Obama administration talked about young people between the ages of 18 and 30. For the purpose of this forum, we'll be talking about young people between the ages of 18 and 24. These are young people, mostly very low income Uh, also uh, not going to school, not working, and with many, many barriers uh, in their way to get to that place. Yet they're young people with potential and the ability to change things. And this is uh, not just a local problem. Uh, Certainly it's centered in the city of Detroit, but in the region we're talking about uh, about a quarter of our young people in that age category. And in the city of Detroit, almost 30 percent. And that's uh, down a little bit because of the economy, but uh, that's a huge portion of the population. And I know Monique can tell you that uh, this is a national problem as well. Right. Uh, Monique, I was going to ask before Ishmael got there, uh, this (laughs) idea of, of this gap that exists for young people, opportunity gap, it's not just a Detroit issue. Yeah, that's exactly right. So what we know is that nationally there are approximately 4.6 million young adults between the ages of 16 to 24 who are out of school and out of work. And so across the United States, that averages to about one in nine young adults. And I think to the national perspective, it's really important to note that this doesn't just include, as we you know, are discussing, urban places like Detroit, for example, but also this includes our rural areas and our tribal communities as well. Hmm. These young people are cut off from the institutions and networks that are critical to cultivating their knowledge and skills. And also, more importantly, and Ishmael just hit on this, they are a critical asset as we begin to think about designing solutions to get to the outcomes that our communities hold around economic wellness, civic engagement, and prosperity. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the pathways to re-engagement for these youth, Ishmael? Well, I think uh, there are a bunch of programs now that are focused on creating those pathways. And nationally, there's been more activity Uh, more resources, and more success. In the Detroit area, we are behind the ball. And so uh, there are programs like the Public Allies Program, uh, which is a highly focused program. Uh, Sir Metro in Detroit has a uh, training and jobs program focused on this population. Um, Access is doing mentoring for this population population. and several other groups are doing work. But uh, we need policy 
changes to make that happen. We need resources to make that happen. And we need a vision to make that happen. And the way we're hoping this will take place is bringing together national intelligence on this, like Aspen, like Lumina, and local funders. And we have uh, some of the key foundations in the city. Uh, I really want to say that the Community Foundation and Miriam Nolan there, uh, Katie uh, Merkel-Levin and several others have begun to take the lead there from different perspectives, Mm -hmm. Uh, but also the Detroit workforce people, the community organizations, the community colleges and the university, and the nonprofits all need to come together around an agenda. And I know that uh, nationally, uh, Aspen and Lumina are focused on this as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder, Monique, if part of the national problem has to do with deprioritization uh, at the federal government level of this kind of thing. And, and I guess what makes me what makes me wonder about that is I seem to remember when I was a young person here in the city of Detroit, there were all kinds of ways to, to engage people at mm. that age uh, in thinking about what their futures should be and, and how to get there. Uh, has there been a retreat uh, away from that in, in terms of funding and priority? So yes and no. You know, so uh, Ishmael pointed out that uh, this, a lot of this work had a resurgence under the Obama administration. In fact, our work at the Aspen Institute focusing and prioritizing this population was born out of the White House Council for Community Solutions, which recoined, or excuse me, I should say coined the phrase opportunity use, which was a reframe on what we previously called disconnected use. And under his administration, there was um, a connection not just to the federal resources that are necessary to do this work, but additional programs that could supplement the type of collaborative work Ishmael was just speaking to. So um, there were federal programs like the the P3 that really allowed or um, supported ways for communities to be able to, across different federal agencies, combine dollars to focus on opportunity use. That was really important. Also, My Brother's Keep, the My Brother's Keeper initiative was another way to look at not just violence reduction, but seeking the type of outcomes that Ishmael was talking about for young people that could be combined with federal dollars to increase programs. And then actually, um, under the current administration under the Trump administration, we've been able to allocate more than $340 million across different federal agencies that are critical to trying to supplement the type of work that Ishmael was talking about in communities. So I think some of our work actually lies exactly where Ishmael was talking about in terms of bringing together at the local level cross-system and cross-sector leaders. And it's really important to have organizations at the table like a Detroit Employment Solutions Corporation, who is our grantee partner in this work, that can connect to those federal dollars and be able to really do the blending and braiding of both the public and private funds, because it's so critical to also have private philanthropy at the table as well. Mm to be able to supplement the vision for the way communities can organize to get to the type of outcomes for opportunity use that are important to that community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Liz. Well, I guess I'd say, uh, again, we're behind the ball a bit in Detroit, and I think that uh, uh, Lumina and Aspen will help us to recharge this energy along with the local foundations and uh, the workforce people uh uh, Detroit workforce uh, and uh, the Detroit Solutions folks are really going to be helpful in this. We're all going to convene on tomorrow. Uh, 
It's by invitation only. Uh, we're overflowing. We've got many people on the waiting list. Uh, I'm hoping that we will move this from discussion to policy uh, and to resources and to a unified agenda. Yeah. Uh, how can uh, people here in uh, the region participate on Friday? Is it open to everyone? I think that there will be many opportunities to participate following this. Mm -hmm. But frankly, what we wanted was the people who could make those changes. People with their hands on the levers, right? Yeah, whether it's the nonprofits (laughs) and the community organizations or or others. And that's why U of M Dearborn is convening this. And by the way, we're not the only convener. The Community uh, Foundation of Southeast Michigan is a convener. Mm -hmm. The... uh, Nonprofit Association of Michigan, United Way, is a convener. And I know the United Way are, are looking particularly in an announcement. It won't take place tomorrow, but down the line about their focus on this. Okay. Ishmael Ahmed, Senior Advisor to the Chancellor at the University of Michigan, Dearborn, and host of This Island Earth here on WDET. Always great to have you here on the show. Thanks, Stephen. Also, Monique Miles, Director of the Opportunity Youth Incentive Fund and Deputy Director of the Aspen Institute Forum for Community Solutions. It was really great to have you here as well. Thank you so much. And, and my final comment is just as to Ishmael's point is that it takes a village indeed. Thank you so much. <laughs> great, way to, great way to end the show. Uh, that's going to do it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will too. Remember today at 6 p.m. at the Detroit Public Library on Woodward in Midtown, we are going to have a live event where we're talking about transients among Detroit City school children. And Nikolai Vitti, the Detroit Superintendent of Schools, is going to join us for that conversation. Uh, the event is free and open to the public. If you want to join us, you can find out more at WDET.org slash events. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. I'll see you tomorrow.